That's my shit. That's my shit. Welcome to That's My Shit. I'm Astro Navarez. I am Jeff Horst. And this is where we uh, watch each other's shit. Yes. We react. We react. And um, yeah. You you've listened before. Yeah, you've made Let's it here. Let's just say you've listened before. Yeah, I'm assuming or you know what it is already. I'm assuming you understand what this podcast is about. If not, uh, you'll you'll figure it out. We're gonna what, what shows? Uh, what did we get into this so one? So we watched Jeff's shit, which my was, shit, which was Ernest goes Ernest to camp. Goes to camp. I've been looking forward to this episode for a while. I have not been looking forward to it, but. <laughs> We shall see. We shall see what happened. I don't want to say exactly what happened yet because that will ruin all the excitement. And then uh, Esther, uh, Esther, shit. It's should we should we just wait to even say what that is? No, no, I'm saying it. Okay, it was a PSA for beans. If you are anywhere near Gen X or know somebody who is, um, they may remember that there were PSAs for beans and rice. It's the most insane thing. They just would I, give you commercials. And the other one was uh, the more popular time for timer hanker for a hunk of cheese. And just cheese. Just it like, was hey, just commercials huh? that were like, hey, you're home alone because your parents are working and uh, you have to feed yourself. Don't forget to eat. And here's something you can make no, without knives. No company attached. Just cheese. Nah? Just cheese and crackers. That's insane. Just remember cheese exists. Don't die. See wow. you later. So anyway. Yeah, this is just the intro. It. Yeah, so so uh, let's get into it. All right, we're going. You ready? Yep. Touchstone pictures. Oh, man. Um... Silver Screen Partners, the third. Oh, man. M. Shell Producers group presentation. We're getting closer. A moon many lifetimes ago. wonder how long it takes to get into the... There's a man crucified on a ruin. <laughs> uh, there's some people chanting... Native American powwow situation. Yep. And still going. No idea. Drumming and chanting continues. There's a machete. And he's going to throw the knife at a guy. <laughs> he missed him. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, this. I didn't know this took this long to get into and the movie title. They're throwing another axe. We did this in Ferndale. Axe throwing. Yes. Without the dude on the target, though. Now yeah. a bow, an arrow. He's throwing three different things. One was a knife, one was an axe, and now bow and arrow. <laughs> And now yelling, <laughs> and he won, I guess. I don't know what he won. Because he didn't hit him? 
Oh, that was what so it was? So he's the chosen one, I think? I don't know. Wow, do they just not get into the name of the movie? Do I just pause it? And- um, oh, <laughs> no. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. It's Vern. What's, what's it called? El- Ed Elmer. What is this stupid guy's name? Someone goes to camp. Ernest. Er- yep, you got it. Is he going to camp? He's going to camp. Oh, God. All right. My mom loved this shit. I hated fucking Ernest. All right, so we're going to pause. Know what I mean, Burn? A whole fucking, I don't know how many years (laughs) of people, stupid people everywhere going, know what I mean, Burn? Where's the beef? Baby on board. This sucks. This is all the worst parts of the eighties. How, How old were you when this shit came out? This That's was what I always ask. This was the this came out, if my memory serves me correct, uh the year I was born. This came out oh the year God. I was born. <laughs> Fucking awful. First, this is the y- same y- oh the same time when uh the Freedom Rock commercial was on. You don't know that commercial, right? Nope. Oh God. This movie is hilarious, first of all. Also, it is extremely insensitive uh, by today's standards. Looking back, this was, this is not, you can't watch this on Amazon. You can't watch this on any of the streaming services. Good. Uh, But it's not, not for the reasons you think. The weird thing is that they still show Ernest goes to Africa and I can't. Why did he go so many places? He doesn't look like he has the money. Does he go to the city too? Like Babe Pig in the city? I don't think he just went to the city. He went everywhere. He does not just go to a vague ass city. Stop asking all these dumb questions. All right. They don't disrespect Ernest. Ernest is amazing and he can't. Sucks. And <laughs> stop being a little baby right now. He's fucking, what's his name? The stupid Larry the Cable guy. He was, he's like fucking blue collar. Comedy tour. No, he's not. It's the same thing. No, it's not. Same not the same thing at all. Don't you dare thing. disrespect Ernest like that. It's Ernest the same is one of the thing. comedic greats. He's I'd one rather of the comedic legends. Mr. Bean. You would not rather watch yep. Mr. Bean. I'd rather watch Mr. Mr. Bean. Does Mr. Bean even talk? Or does he just, no, is, does probably. He just run into chairs? I don't know. I'm glad. And just pick his nose. I wish I feel like Ernest Mr. Bean didn't just, talk. No, look, first of all, can you let me can you let me talk? This is my movie. No. Can you just be angry in your head without making words appear for like 10 seconds? No. Look, Ernest is great. I'm still I still don't understand why they got rid of this movie but they didn't get rid of Ernest Goes to Africa. I cannot imagine the cover of Ernest Goes to Africa is him wearing like an African mask on his face. I cannot imagine that that movie is less uh, is is more sensitive than this one. Uh but we're going to get into it. And you're going to find some parts to enjoy about it, okay? Because this was part of my childhood, was this movie. So, um, didn't he have, like, a record? I don't know. Like, a, a Christmas record? That I was, or a, oh, I thought you meant, like, a criminal record. No, not a record. I mean, a record, like, on, like, a commercial for him, like, Ernest Sings the Hits or something. Maybe. maybe. You don't understand. I Part of this being my childhood and not yours is you were an adult enough to know that this sucked. No, you were an adult enough to know the answers to these questions you're asking me. I don't know anything about it. You, th- you think I'm an earnest fan? No, this is a thing well, that I you're like. You're making to... me watch it, so you no. better be a fucking fan. No, you don't understand. Things of somebody's childhood 
They didn't Wikipedia. They didn't Google. They didn't. I didn't follow I knew up with all Ernest. about Snoopy's family. Because you're a crazy person. You're insane. But there's a difference. Also, this isn't my Snoopy. Calm down. Not everything is your Snoopy either. There's things that you liked when you were a kid and then it left your ear as soon as you turned another age. Hmm. That's what uh, that's what most of being a kid is for people that were allowed to be kids. You weren't allowed to be a kid because you had a full-time job when you were in kindergarten. 14. I so, would have worked in kindergarten. I was envious of the third grade girl who babysat. I'll never get over it. Yeah, you should get over it. You should be kids should be kids and like kids stuff. And then there's a new shiny object and they like that thing instead. Not everything has to be this like a deep dive into the world of Ernest and what his motives were. I was a kid. He did funny things. I laughed. We're mm -hmm. done here. So you like blue collar comedy. Stop saying blue collar. Look, he's wearing blue. You can't, you can't wear blue. You can't wear blue. And in in what do you mean? My my favorite color is blue. So now I'm oh, blue collar. There you go. You, All right. Every every Let's man that's honest. Every boy, if you're honest, your favorite I mean, color is blue. Vern. And if you pick a different color, you're just trying to be weird. For do they no even reason. show Vern, or is he on the other side of a fence, like in that stupid show? So you see, once again, this is like Rugrats all over again. You don't even yeah. know what you're hating. Yeah. No, I know I hate it though. Yeah, you were wrong about Rugrats, though, right? Well, yeah, that was okay. Cool. Okay, but so yeah, so what you, are the so, chances that can happen again? It's once right. in a lifetime. We'll find out. That's my shit. That's my shit. Um. So Ernest. So before this even started playing, we were talking about Medea. Before we started watching this portion of it. Yes. Yes. We were talking about Medea because uh, he went to jail. He went to camp. He went to he went to yeah. all the places, and Medea went to all the places. Yeah. So so wait, what's the chronological order though? So Ernest though, correct me if I'm wrong, but Ernest predates Medea, right? Oh yeah. Okay, and so Medea is the franchise uh, that is one of the biggest money makers for one of the richest human beings on the planet. Uh, he owns 75% of Atlanta, I'm pretty sure. And uh, one, a, a very successful So he owes uh, Ernest a thank you? I mean, I don't think Ernest is, is with us anymore, um, but uh, I'm pretty sure he's dead. How do you know that? I think just, I think your soul just feels it when a legend dies. You know what I mean? I think it's wow. just... Ah, <laughs> damn, that's the realest shit I ever said. Didn't that just feel amazing? Let's find out, though. Hey, Google, when did Ernest die? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. They really said it. Yeah, RIP. What's he his, said Fred Varney or whatever the heck this guy's Jim, real name is. No, Google name? knew what you were saying. <laughs> Wow. Was it loud enough for them to hear? For the world to hear? I think so. I forgot hey, what he said already. Turn up to maximum volume. Hey, Google. <laughs> oh, God. When did Ernest die? Jim Barney died on February 10th, 2000. Jim, wow. Jim Barney. Barney, I think Varney. it's a B. All right. I think if I remember that All correctly. Right, Peter, well, great. Okay, wait. Okay. So we started watching this thing. Um, where's Vern? I, th I feel like that's a specific movie. I, I thought that was like the whole, whole catchphrase. This is like Cowabunga with the fucking turtles. Mm. Know what I mean, Vern? Know what I mean? Yeah. 
So where's Vern? Hey, Google. What does the phrase, know what I mean, Vern, originate? On the website, TulsaWorld.com, they say, for a couple of years in the early 1980s, Varney was the face of bronze. In commercials, Ernest spoke into the camera as if he was talking to an off-camera buddy. Know what I mean, Vern? In this neck of the woods, the catchphrase lingers to present day. <laughs> lingers. That's a word for it. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. So... It was. I was like, isn't he in a commercial? I guess. I yeah, he was in a commercial. I didn't know nothing about his commercial life. That's why I'm like, he was. That's why. <laughs> okay. That answers some other questions, too. Okay. Okay. So the whole time you. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really know. My mom would say that. Know what I mean, Vern? Know what I mean? My mom would say so that. So did my mom. <laughs> it came I with mom. I hated it. It came with moms. <laughs> okay. So, so in let's get this, into this. Uh, the very beginning was that yeah. crazy, like, Native American ritual shit. Yeah. Now they're at camp. Um, uh, how many white dudes do you think were in that uh, ritual shit? This movie is banned for a reason. And it can't just be... There's got to be a lot of reasons. I don't know. Does he say the N-word? What are you talking about? This movie, I, I think it's just... it. It's considered to be mocking of Native American culture. Oh, so many things were at that time. Sure. I just can't so, imagine this being if it didn't make standing enough, out. Stand out? I don't know. But maybe not. It didn't make enough money for us to risk putting it on up up online. On, like, this is, we're illegally watching this right now. Don't tell anyone. Don't. Hey, if you heard me say that, don't you don't tell anyone. Yeah. Be cool. Just be um, cool. <laughs> um, uh, okay. At the beginning of this, he's at camp. He's yeah. like some sort of janitor, I guess. And his whole a, goal is to be a camp counselor, which seems yes. like a really small goal. They just so, are begging so, janitors to substitute teach actual school. This is just babysitting. And why can't he just be that? Why is this something he had to work up to? Well, I mean, uh, this is, first of all, this is a different got time. got to the part where he got now. it already. He already got it. It's not even 30 minutes into the movie. He already got his goal. It's 30 minutes into the movie. He got his goal with a stipulation. Do you understand what the stipulation was? No. Stipulation is, is that he has to watch these bad kids. Oh, I thought All that the other... they were just at camp too. Okay, yes, so there's yes, these bad kids. Yes, they are at camp too in different parts of the uh, different. There's counselors for different parts of the camp. Oh, so he has to be counselor to the bad kids. I didn't yes. understand He's it. counselor for the bad kids because they were like, well, nobody else wants to do it. The bad kids injured the last counselor, so oh, who's going to okay. do it? And we're like, let's let fucking Ernest do it. He's uh, he's a fuck up. He fucks well, up they everything. they didn't injure the counselor they threw like a lifeguard off yeah i think it's a, i think the lifeguard i think the lifeguard was also a counselor i think oh, that's I thought what he they're was saying. just one of the older kids no i think he was the counselor their counselor oh. they had a counselor before that was the lifeguard okay so um that's why they needed a new life a like new counselor some crazy like plutonium or some shit what is happening now there's like some they found some shit they're, they're making up a reason to say that they need to take the land that is of that camp. So this is like a Native American burial ground situation? Yes. But there's, it's a Native American campground that they are like... But there's like some uranium or something on it? Yes. They found some, they found some rock that's 20... That, 
20% something special. And, uh, but it's something special because it's like makes bombs or something. I think I so. I forgot what yeah. it does. Yeah. It, it almost kind of sounded justifiable. That was the, that was the, I was, yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, it's, if it's got, if it's got, bo- they got bomb rocks. Are I mean, what are we supposed involved? to do? No. Okay. Because you know, the eighties. Yeah. They didn't, it's they didn't do that. all about the Russians. Yeah. Um, so Ernest had a goal of becoming a counselor and nobody trusted him enough for no real reason. The bad then, kids, I got to say, um, they're like, the way they look is hilarious. I had the one kid's sunglasses. They all have sunglasses, by the way. But the like head bad kid. Well, of course you have sunglasses. If you're a bad kid, you can't just look at my 80s. bare eyes. Yeah, that's you crazy. You kidding me? You're a little but, pussy if I just see your bare eyes and you're a bad kid. I um had those sunglasses. Well, I feel like either I had them or a cousin had them. There were checker ones and striped ones. I know I had the striped ones, but okay. this kid had the checkered ones. But they had the sunglasses holder that goes around your neck. What the that fuck are you talking about? The thing that holds your sunglasses. So that that's your face. You put no, them on no, your you face. No, no, you put them on your face. But then there's a string that goes around your neck that holds them when you take them off. And for some reason. In like 87, those were popular. I think it was actually a little before that, but. Wow. Yeah, they were, you had one in every color and you just wore your sunglasses around your neck. Oh, and one of these kids has that. Yeah. That's because they're the the coolest bad kids in any movie that you've ever seen. And then why so many vests? Oh my God. Because vests, what do you, yeah. A dress vest and then like one kid, bad kid has a jean vest and then Ernest has a vest and and then like the kid had a tie, but just a t-shirt and a tie. Yeah. And I got to say in, see, it's weird because high school was like 87 for me. Uh, yeah, when I was so, born. Yeah, there you go. I <laughs> didn't look as shitty as I did in junior high, which was like... When you say shitty, you mean like you were finding your style, you were dressing weird? Uh, yeah, but like 84 maybe? Okay. Ooh. Negative three. Terrible, terrible, terrible clothes and everything. It was terrible just terrible. Clothes? It was just, it was, you know, age 13, 14. Mm. Just ew. But then by high school, I wasn't like doing the that crazy shit anymore. So just the like the tie. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Junior high. We all had a tie, like a leather tie, preferably. It preferably. Was, yeah, it was okay. all full. And then we all had to learn how to tie a tie and we would wear ties. Oh, God. And they were like skinny so, ties. So, it was so awful. Let me, let, me, let me stop you. So. Uh, so, you, so you think that they, do they look cooler than the other kids? Well, yeah, the other kids are wearing camp uniforms. Okay. All right. So there you go. So they're the cool kids. So, uh, right now they're trying to make you feel kind of bad for the bad kids because the other kids treat them like shit just because they call them the bad kids. They don't, they didn't even do anything. As soon as they got there, one of the other kids tripped the little kid and... Started a fight. 
Well, and then they had to dig up just because of their, they had to do this work as punishment for the fight that they didn't even start. It was just the reputation of being labeled the bad kids. I'm so a little do you confused see, as to why really they're all see together. The layers of Ernest? Why are they all together? Why are they the bad kids? Did they do something? Did they kill someone? Did they do a they bad have, thing? They her. Individually, they all did whatever they did. You shouldn't yeah. be asking their past. You know what I mean? No, it's, I think it's illegal for you to even ask that question punished. on the resume. I think this is like for them, this is what jail is. And for the other people, they're like, we paid for this as like we asked for this. And those other guys are like, we didn't ask for this. This is our punishment. So, of course, they shouldn't be together. They're not going to take the fucking game seriously. They're not going to take the art class seriously sure. and archery and all the things you learn in camp. I don't know. We went to a cemetery in I don't sixth know. Grade At a certain camp. age, fun is supposed to be fun. That Even was, if you don't want me to be here, they might act like they didn't enjoy it. We but tag to, is tagged. We everybody. had to like get this like black chalk thing and like uh, scrape it over uh, cemetery plots. And then we were, they were like, look, you've got like your own cemetery uh headstone what thing you had you to make your own home. graves no not not make what? our own but we went to the cemetery <laughs> and you? there was like this black stuff this like chalk like stuff okay. and you put a piece of paper over a gravestone mm -hmm. and then you somebody else's yeah you don't know who this person is no you're mocking this dead i mean not mocking we're just like saving yeah. it in some weird way and then you just you know how you take a pencil and you put it over something with a pattern you and traced it shows, yes you a traced, stranger's but dead you do relative it with like just like a chalk thing yeah and they were really old graves and they called it cemetology and they were like today cemetology. is cemetology Throwing class. ologies after yeah. shit. They just made it as if it was a thing. What and, the fuck are you talking about? I mean, we about? thought it was cool just because I liked cemeteries. So I was like, this is interesting. Hey, but Google, what is cemetology? Sorry, I don't have any information. Yeah, because it's made yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking made up. No. No, not at all. See how far he had to go? He was like, "Are you talking Turkish?" Yeah, right it was now? weird. But we did, <laughs> we did also learn how to shoot a rifle and bow and arrow. What? And I tried oatmeal for the first time. So sixth grade was big, big times, big. You times. had guns and oatmeal. I still haven't yeah. had either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thirty five. Waterford. <laughs> woo, woo. Wow. Um. So the delinquent kids were there because their parole officer said something like they were bad kids and everybody else failed them. So you're right, what you pointed out. Then they blindfolded, they put their arms around uh, Ernest's eyes and were like, guess who? And they crashed into things. Yeah, they really set them up of being bad kids and Ernest being stupid. Um, I think the joy you that you got from watching Ernest was the same joy you got from professional wrestling. He just falls. And then they don't even no, really show even him know. fucking fall. You don't even they know where this is They just show him fall. And then the sound design is the humor of it. And then it's just like breaking glass or like some crazy, like him falling and then a big noise. They don't show him even falling. So he's not even a prat fall dude. He's just getting hurt. And so, they're doing sound what, effects what, around uh, it. First, first of all, you're saying he's not even getting hurt. Like, no, I'm okay. I'm sorry, Ernest isn't Jackie Chan, one of the greatest fucking stuntman actors in or world Hulk history. Hogan, oh, uh, or Hulk uh, right. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Let's let's not say Jackie Chan and then the Goblin then, Gobbler. Those are the no, only wrestlers I know. The, what was the or last one? Or the Gobbler, whatever his name was. 
the gook, gobbler, gobbly gook. Man, What's his name? Hold on. This is a joke I don't say anymore. I don't remember. Uh, the gobbledygooker. Yeah. Or George the Animal Steel. Or The Rock. Okay, so we got to get... Or, got, I don't know, I forgot the rest of them, but I felt like I was doing like a game. Stone Cold Steve Austin. You should you should have that. That should be one of them. That should be in my back pocket that when should I play be, Thunderdome if, and improv if class. If somebody put a say, gun to your head and they, and they say, name five wrestlers, and you don't say Stone Cold Steve Austin, they should shoot you. I wouldn't. That's insane. I would say Captain Lou Albino before that. What the fuck? You just made up what you, Captain Albino? What did you just said? Captain Lou Albino. You What? He's Albino and they just made it a shtick? They're, no, he wasn't even Albino. He wasn't even Albino? No. <laughs> okay. I've got, that's a whole nother podcast episode. We're going to have to I talk about that. Is. That's going to be a bonus episode where I'm going to ask you all, a whole bunch of questions, but this podcast would be too long. Okay. All the bad kids. Um, I just want to read over some of my notes real quick. Oh, this is what I liked. I liked uh, the chefs. So the chefs are funny. There, there's some they, the shenanigans goes on with mm. the chef of uh, at okay. this camp, and uh, the food looked nasty. Oh. And then the food looked nasty, and then Ernest didn't want to try it, so he said, "I'm sorry, I don't eat on an empty stomach." That's so funny. It's funny. And then they made him eat it. Did the guy they, put yeah. his fingers in his butt? I was wondering that. I don't think like, I saw that the first time, but something was implied. But because he put one hands of fingers in his mouth. That's to, disgusting. Already is, nasty. Yeah, already nasty. And then I think the other one was implied, but the way yeah. that he squirmed. That was so gross. That was, pr that was pretty, that was pretty that adult. That was extreme. That should just make a band from all <laughs> streaming networks. That part. Just that. Uh, that was yeah. one of the worst things I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, that... I, I'm not going to defend that part of it. Um, yeah. So then, okay. So then. So already. Ernest is taking. Medea. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, I think this is more than any Medea you've ever seen. If we're being honest with ourselves. So I don't think you're, you're comparing things in a fair way. Uh, so then he has to take care of these kids, the bad kids. And then that's the only condition as to why he got uh, permission to be a counselor now. And then he looked, I just, he looked at some badgers. He's teaching the kids. He's telling the kids like, you know, he's, he's the adult that's like, this is how you live in the wild and one with the nature. And he's trying to teach them everything. And then he, he's like, he looked at the badger, these badgers like, don't ever do this to a family of badgers. And then he was all made some weird noises. And then those badgers just beat the shit out of him. And then, He's a rubber face, which is another reason why I don't like him. Ah, uh, there it is. I'm not a big fan of rubber face comics. Sure, sure. Or physical comedy. But I then, feel like you have to like physical comedy as a kid. No, you, don't. you, you don't. Yeah, you do. You don't. You, you didn't can just enjoy your be childhood. Born an adult and never love physical comedy. Yeah, I, I think it's amazing that I don't think white kids get to do that because we get old. You get old with stress. And so that's just the pleasure you got to be as, as somebody of a non-white. But as a white, you got to push the stress off as far as you can because life itself, just just pure gravity is going to make us look old as fuck at a pretty young age. You took on adult responsibilities as a child. Mm, yeah. I just feel like, I feel like white kids, you got to let them be kids as long as possible because stress makes you wrinkle. 
mm. and you were taking stress at, a, at at the age of five, you're like, I want to be an adult. Where's yeah. a bank? I need a loan for my kid business. And white kids I are just sitting there watching me, Ernest. Yeah. So part of the way that this was filmed often was him being really close to the screen. But now I understand because we asked Google, he... What was the commercial for that he did? I missed that. Okay. But anyway, I remember there there was a commercial. That's where the, you know what I mean, Vern thing was. Okay. And he was really close to the screen so it, or to the camera. So it feels like they keep doing that in this movie mm. to like recreate his shtick. Mm. Also, he's a Vietnam veteran. That's like really weird. Is it? I don't know, man. It's weird in the way they, that they there weren't was really like a, respected. They just I, all right. That, you did the yeah. war. Get back. There was and a go stigma a about it being like, oh, you're a crazy person. That's what I, you think. I, of. I've seen that a lot in movies, and that do, I don't understand Horribly, that. But yeah, that's I've seen like that a lot the, in movies. Oh, where I've seen things, and they make they that's make, what he basically was trying to say wow, in this. So it's I just never like, really oh, thought yeah, of that. They, how so many veterans? But yeah, and when they showed the badger thing, where the fuck were the badgers? You there know, were no takes, badgers. But you believed there was badgers no, because of the comedic brilliance no. of Ernest. They they could have CGI'd some badgers. I know they didn't CGI? have that. They could have put some stuffed badgers on him. The CGI is terrible in Marvel movies. This don't got a Marvel budget. I know. There was These no are CGI, kids at a but camp. I want stuffed badgers. You want stuffed badgers. All right. All right. We're going back in. That's my shit. We're back. We're back. Oh, man. Part two of three. Ernest goes to camp. How are you feeling so far? Um, uh, hmm. It's so interesting. It's so dated. It's so 80s. Yeah. It, it, 87. It, whoo, it's 80s. Yep. Um, I can't get over the half shirts. That's what all the tough kids were wearing. I don't know. You tell me. Why were you guys wearing that? Oh, I had so many half shirts. I, I think they're stupid, but I mean. it. Uh, yeah, they never came back in the same way. They were like bare midriff shirts of now or whatever, belly shirts. They just, half shirts in the 80s were big shirts that were, I don't know. They just. The weird thing is that depending on the time period changes everything. Like these are what cool dudes look like now. And today, that just means you're gay, right? Like the way these guys are dressed? I don't know. I mean, I mean a, a straight man isn't wearing a half shirt, a halter top. Oh, That's yeah, I see what you mean. What yeah, mean? yeah, yeah, you're right. That is like, it's like the uh, fashion of all of uh, West Hollywood. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if now. That might even be sure. out of style. For, sure. Because I'm picturing like Boys Town in mm -hmm. the 90s. So I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird that it's okay so is this where you learned that white people took native americans <laughs> land? uh you know what i don't know this might have been chronologically this this would be the first piece of it this came out the year i was born and yeah, i sure so. didn't learn it in elementary school so <laughs> this might and you know school probably wasn't giving me honest history so it, probably you know, wow. Ernest might, this might have been the first example of a white man trying to buy native land. Every time they're steel, pretty much. But every time we watch something and I'm like, is this your origin story of whatever? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're always like, why has everything got to be my yeah, origin story? I don't story? know why you really one, want that. This one, though. I don't I think, think it is. It's not like it's story. stuck in my head and I was. 
aware of that. It was in there. So that's not, I don't know, is that an, or it's not, people hear origin story and they think of ever since that moment. No, it's just like ever since that moment, that's a thing that maybe you learned, maybe you didn't. You have the to learn. The seed was planted. The seed. All right, I'll take a seed. So people wanted to buy his land. Uh, they said that he would get like 5% his first year, somehow, whatever. Somehow they were like, you'd get a million dollars in your first year. Yeah, I tuned out. I tune then, out when people start negotiating in movies. It reminds me of transaction improv scenes and how people are always like, oh, boring. So, but yeah, but they, come on, you couldn't hold on to that. They said, I'll give you 5% profits in the first year and make a million dollars. What you heard X's and Y's and graphs? What the hell is wrong? It was a very simple, (laughs) you just heard the number five and you're like, I'm not taking any of this. Yeah, I was like, I'll I'll see what happens in the end. Something, something, bye. So then he, he, then the, then so they said that they were the last two remaining of their tribe was the man and his daughter. And his daughter is closer to Ernest's age. And he's an old native man that uh, this is like the land. Oh, that's what he said. He said, you can't own a rock or own land. He, it, The crazy thing is he's really just an Italian dude. He does look like an Italian dude. But uh, see, even he, that, he's like, you can't own the land. That's he, part of your joke. Yeah, you're right. That was a seed and a half. Yeah. Seed and a half. Yeah. If any, um, now I kind of want to just, oh, I'm, I'm on this other, uh, I want to Google the, what's this actor's name? Oh, I don't know. He did the, he did the famous commercial. He did the famous. With the crying. Yeah. This is the crying. No way. It is. What's his name? Tell me. Well, let's I figure don't it out. Let's get name. Google involved. Hey, Google. What actor was the crying Native American man <laughs> commercial. Google's going to be like. I don't have any information about that. Google's like, everyone calls it the crying Indian, so uh, yeah, stop just, trying yeah, to be. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Hey, Google, what actor was the crying Indian man commercial? Sorry. I don't understand. Oh, right. wow. Google. Can, can you get on it, Esther? Look it up? Yeah. We need to know this. La, la, la. La, la, la. This was of my time. Did was this commercial out when you were little too? Mm, it's a memory. I know it's. I don't know if it's famous from us reviewing history or seeing it live. But what give us? Well, it says Iron Eyes Cody, an actor in Native American garb. So uh, we hey, gotta Google, look up. What race is Iron Eyes Cody? No information. I've been. <gasps> I swear I thought they said he was just Italian. Oh, I believed you, but I no. St- I still believe He's legit. Me. He's legit, Google just said. Nah. He's from Oklahoma. Legit. Iron Eyes Cody, Italian. That's what I'm going to type in. Oh, man. It's going to come up with a Snopes uh, claim. Oh, he was actually Italian. Shut up. IMDb outed him. Holy crap. You must have heard that somewhere. Yeah. Wow. Wait, it says Iron Eyes Cody claimed Native American descent, although he was actually of Italian descent with ancestors from Sicily. 
He labored for decades to promote Native American causes and was honored by Hollywood's Native American community in 1995 as a non-Native for his contribution to film. I mean, if Rachel Dolezal or whatever, if she was really about that life, I don't think people would have cared as much. If she was out there helping, people would have just been like, that's weird, but all right. But, you know, she was taking jobs from, she was taking positions from people that were supposed to be black. I think this, that was the idea. And that's the same thing with this. Where it's this like, guy, Elizabeth Warren. He did so Warren. much. He said for good. Yeah, this is Elizabeth Warren. He labored for decades to promote Native American causes. And he was honored. So it's Well, like, actually, she didn't promote any Native American causes. Sure. She just took a job. But Yeah, what? yeah. So he should have been president. He should have ran for president. <laughs> but the thing is, is he... Uh, but he... I mean, so he took, he took, a, he took some roles... But he did a lot of good. So he was in there like, uh, I forgot what the it's commercial even said. Like, I'm not, I'm like, not supporting don't litter it or some shit. But then I'm not supporting it. But it is a time period where it's like, if he didn't do it, somebody else would have. It's not like they were like, all right, this one guy won't do it. I guess we'll have to hire a real Native American. No, they would just find a different Italian guy. So it's kind of weird to put too much like anger towards somebody like this who actually did good for the the time period that he was lying about his actual ethnicity he was actually doing a lot of good for those causes so and it's like i don't know at the how much end, hate do you give like when they're like cut he's like hey yo <laughs> he turned into five <laughs> get a know the who is it's a meatball you know those oh. like a oh wow hey Hey, I forgot how to talk like Sopranos. Those guys. A meatball sub. I don't know. I didn't watch Sopranos either. They just eat meatballs. They didn't eat meatball subs. I mean, they... They had meatballs, but they they didn't go to like Subway. It was just uh, spaghetti and meatball. I forgot how to talk like a mobster. Yeah, me too. I don't know. Hey, Vinny. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get Vinny involved. Uh, So then the kids kept on fucking him over. They gave him poisy Izzy. Poisy Izzy. Poisy Izzy. That's what I call it. Poisy Izzy. I always just call it Poisy Izzy. Some, I mean, yeah. Poison Ivy. If, that's cute. If, if how you guys, if it, you know, that's what you're used to. But yeah, they gave the kids gave him that as the a, kids said Poisy Ivy. <laughs> and they gave it as a uh, get well present after he was bitten. By, I called it after he was bitten by fire ants. Although I don't think it looked like Poison Ivy. Sure, they did. They might not have they given used, him like, actual poison ivy. poison ivy. Use a plastic one. This was eighty-seven. You think they Man. just had fake poison ivy on on set? Yeah, it's insane. I didn't, so, like Little Shop of Horrors come out around this time? I don't know. I forget. That was what, a fake plant. Sure. Is that what I did? I watch that. I don't think so. All right. Yeah. Um. No, but what when, I was, uh, oh, no. So he got bit by fire ants. And then, then he had to go there, and then, and then, so then he's all sad and depressed because the kids keep on being mean to him. He's such a rubber face. Oh my god, everything is like blah, 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 zany. What, what is it like? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> zany. Oh, I thought you were gonna do the whole part. That's um, good. But there was a part where he was on the, like, sitting around the campfire, and he put his feet like too close to the fire. And then mm. they were burning. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. just picturing like if New Rock Stars was doing a breakdown of this mm. because we watch New Rock Stars for all the Marvel shows. 
they would just be like, and when he put his feet on the fire, was this symbol? Was it a symbol of his feet to the fire, holding his feet to the fire? Yeah, Is that yeah. something that'll come up later? And yeah, like I wish there was a new rock stars breakdown of Ernest. Oh man, do you think there's a uh, pitch meeting? Pitch meeting. Oh God! No, I hope. Why he should do a bunch of old pitch me, a does. bunch of old movies. Oh, he, he does. does old movies he too. Does. Man, I can't think of his name did. right now. But pitch meeting is the funniest shit. Um, yeah. So, if you're listening, pitch meeting guy, will you do do something with us? Because you're the funniest guy. Um, no, no. boo. Boo earns. There's one where he does a pitch meeting for pitch meeting. It's a show on YouTube where he, uh, a guy talks to himself as two characters and pitches movies. And it usually uncovers many a plot hole or many a, yeah, why did they do that? That's mm -hmm. crazy. But it's hilarious. Um, the other thing I was going to say was that the guy that's part of the camp looks like the weird guy of trailer park boys that's mm. distracting wow you're right if he just like tried to look cross-eyed the whole time or something yeah yeah that is pretty weird um i wrote notes down and one of my notes now i can't even remember what this was from i said it said one monkey doesn't ruin the whole show someone said that is that like a, does he have like little weird phrases? Is that what was up? It might I'm have trying been. to remember. It might have been something like that. Yeah, that sounds familiar. I think he does have weird phrases and that was just one of the weird phrases. Um, it's, yeah. I, I liked that. Okay, the, all the kids. So this is the part of the movie where all the kids have to uh, compete for like, they're trying to win. They're trying to use their their knowledge of, of Native American uh, history and the skills that they've learned and they're supposed to use it we have a cat that's trying to we got a cat now <laughs> yeah this ain't a podcast about this cat but we also but he almost bit the head we were foster we we're fostering a cat and then we we're like nah fuck it let's just keep it so that's where we're <sighs> at right now anyways all right well that'll be another episode uh he needs his own episode yeah so they made a tp Per uh, Ernest's recommendation, and they made a great teepee, and then the other kids got jealous because they just want to fuck over the the bad kids, and then they burned it down. And just because they are the bad kids, everything they do is their fault. Doesn't matter <laughs> anything that happens to them is their fault. So after they beat the shit out of the other kids, they were like, "They gotta go." Well, I mean, they did. Beat the Ernest shit out it. of the kids. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah, you're supposed to. And somebody burns your stuff down. I know, but it's still against the rules. And the, the so they're rules just going to be like, there's proof but, that they beat those kids up. There's not proof that those kids burned down the teepee, even though they did. Sure. All right. Be on their side. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, whatever. No, whatever. I'm not. Yeah, no, whatever. You're on the team. There's no plot hole here. No, that there's, is there's no plot hole. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, that's that, not. That's there's no illogic. There's, yeah, it is. If you're I a counselor, I'm not going to just. Be, I'm not going to just. So they burned it down themselves. 
Well, it could have just accidentally nah, gone on fire. No, this is a camp. Shit don't just accidentally catch on fire. We're not out in the wilderness for real. We're a mile away from a highway. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we're, we're 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 in real civilization. This ain't this shit ain't gonna just. It, not even the whole area, just specifically the teepee, yeah. not the trees I mean, around it, nothing else. I was else. glad that, so at the end, I think it's the end of the part that we saw, they're like, we're going to build another one. Yeah, that's I was like, stopped. oh man, I hope they build another one. But then I was See? just thinking of just uh, logistics in movies mm. where they did that in a night. And then I started thinking, like, well, how long can it take to build a teepee like that? And then I just started thinking of cutting wood. And then I'm like, oh, just thinking of building a teepee is hard. And I don't want to think about it anymore. It sounds like a long Wow, process. you got exhausted? I got tired wow. from thinking about the teepee. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but I, I never even saw, like how a teepee was formed. When I saw it, I was like, you know, this is a str this is a good structure. I'm, yeah. I'm impressed by it. I don't think enough about them. <laughs> yeah, really. Look, I made a sweat lodge before. I w did a sweat lodge with a guy, a Native American guy. What who, is, what are you talking about? A, sauna? a sweat lodge? No. A sweat lodge is a ritual that's done in Native American culture that is in a, I forget what it's called, a yurt? I don't remember what it's called, but it's a thing that is made which is a bunch of branches. It's usually rounded. Mm. Like this thing was like um, a half a sphere. What is that called? A dome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my brain. Wow. It was a dome. But this, the things that were holding up the fabric of the dome were, I think there was leather on the outside of it, but uh, was branches. And we had to get the branches and tie them together and make a dome from mm. a bunch of branches going across the dome. So I don't remember how many. I think there was a specific amount you had to have. And then it was like this ritual where you had to put, you always had to, every like stick that went in the ground, you had to praise like the earth, the above, the air, the north, south, east, west. It was okay. interesting. And then they have a fire inside and you're supposed to sweat your ass off and they do uh, ritual chants and such. But if uh. you go close to the ground, you don't get as hot. Mm. And I had made a drum too. Mm -hmm. So I was playing the drum to the chants and mm -hmm. that made it easier to do. Because it oh. was really hard. Some people had to leave. Oh, wow. When? How old were you? <laughs> when was, was it? Like or how recently? Yeah. 20 years ago? Oh, all Something right. like, wait, how long have we been together? 10 <laughs> years? Yeah. Maybe it was like 15 years ago. Okay. I was just curious. Uh, and then, okay, so then we're going to get back in. But uh, I think the point that we left off, if you notice it, it's the boss man that owns, that wants to buy the land, the top boss man, before he was sending somebody under him. And he was just like, just offer him more money. And he'd be like playing golf or doing something else. You know, like how important bosses tell other people to do their work, but they're like shooting a gun at something or like they're always just doing something else. Like other Trump. Than yeah, they're always like not working, but telling other people to work in movies. Trump is especially. an 80s movie villain. He really is. He's always in at the life. golf course, just golfing and telling other people to do dumb shit. Yeah. That, wow. That's the most accurate thing I think you've ever said. <laughs> and then... 
Uh, so he's on his way there. The the top boss man is on his way there, right now. On his way where? To the to the the top, the man that owns the land. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, and then so right now, we are going to check out some of Esther's shit. I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, I'm it'll excited. be sure. But uh, just a short uh, break. We're gonna get back into Esther's shit. And then and then we're going to finish the last half an hour of this movie and we'll tell you how it ends. How Ernest Woo-hoo. Goes to Camp ends. All right. I'm going to show you uh, a very short thing. So we're okay. just going to watch it live. We're going to react live. Okay. I'll react. In- and uh, you can open your eyes. All right. All right. I see a little turd with hands. <laughs> right now we're looking at a turd on a spoon. All right, let's try to be realistic. It's not a turd. Let's. It's probably a bean. He's eating beans that I don't are talking. Know how loud this is gonna be? I feel like it's gonna be right now. Low. It's still paused. I'm just looking right. at an image of a turd. Here goes. Okay. I guessed beans. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh Hold on. God. No, you don't get to talk. <laughs> Hold on. I don't want to hear you say nothing. This is only me right now. <laughs> so this is just, I don't want to, you, I don't even want you to explain anything. I just want to tell you my first impressions uninterrupted. Okay. Uh, that to me right now seems like I just saw a commercial, not for any specific brand or company, but just the the idea of beans and rice it was just a pro beans and rice commercial paid for from from the big bean and rice corporation <laughs> that's taken over the and they just were like beans give you it was just a song beans and rice beans gives you protein and rice gives you energy i didn't even know rice gave you energy I carbohydrates thought, i thought rice was just nothing and it was like beans were protein and rice was just filler food that wasn't gonna kill you well carbohydrates are supposed to give you energy but because we're lazy pieces of shit nobody can eat them because nobody uses that much energy what yeah nobody uses that much. i don't know understand try again i mean like carbohydrates uh-huh. are uh, um changing to energy in your body like you're able to do things so, you have so rice doesn't give you energy you- it's only energy if you use energy yeah like how well, just that's food not energy. in general i mean carbohydrates are basically sugar and sugar gives you energy red bull gives you wings wait. whether or not you move you just sit still and but you got you know, you're saying i gotta i gotta work out in order to feel energetic well that's well, not, not real energy like that i mean just the ability just you're alive like you can just use up like if you didn't eat you would have no energy i think it's to that level of just like so that so it's what i said rice is just, it's just not it's but nothing it still gives and you, it's sugar you don't die it's sugar man all right although well, what the fuck was this okay hold on hold on after all that you didn't even have anything <laughs> ready i want to see what year it came out oh my god well this video is seven years old but it, there's no way that it this came out in 42 they colorized it afterwards. This was originally in black and white. They did this. 
It says Vintage ABC Nutritional PSA. This was ah, 1985. 1985. Okay. Wow. So 1985. This always came on on Saturday mornings, like Saturday morning cartoon time when uh, Schoolhouse Rock was popular. Mm -hmm. You know Schoolhouse Rock, right? Yeah. Come on. Oh, this is what you always do. Everything that we've you watched know. things like we've watched it before on this on this exact podcast. No, we haven't. Yes, we have. We watch Schoolhouse Rock? No, we have not. I'm pretty sure we have. We haven't. It seems like something we should watch, but we it's haven't. It came up a hundred times. Everybody's quoted it. It's it, everybody that's ever existed currently alive knows what Schoolhouse Rock is. You are implement. It's it's injected in your brain when you turn a certain age. I would think so, but when. In the 80s, it mm -hmm. was uh, when you were watching cartoons on Saturday, it came on between shows or mm -hmm. during the commercials. And so did uh, these different weird PSAs that. So this were was like Schoolhouse to, Rock? Yeah, it was supposed to like teach you things, public service announcement. So wow. it's supposed to just teach you things. So it is, it was Big Bean and Big Rice wow. teaching kids to eat. I don't beans but is and it, rice. But is it big bean and big rice separately, or is it one big bean and rice corporation? I do That's wonder who I put it know. out. I gotta read it now. Yeah. Somebody on Reddit says, if memory serves, these PSAs were brought about because a study showed that kids weren't getting enough calories after school but before dinner. Can anybody corroborate or correct me? Corroborate? Corroborate. Is that a word? Yeah, like when usually it's like corroborate the story, like say that it sure. is, he's right. Um, there's another one, but I don't even want to tell you what the other one is because we're probably going to have to see that sometime. That makes sense. Why kids? Because hold hold on, we I would get school would end at like sometimes like two thirty, three o'clock. I think what and it was. So, it, it, but hold on, I got I got a theory here. This is part of the 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 poor structure of schooling. Is that we're making kids. It, there's sometimes we'd have lunch as early as fucking ten o'clock in the morning. That's not fucking lunch. Are you kidding me? What world is that lunch? And so, uh, and then you go home, and it's you're you're home by three o'clock, and you're like, my body, I should eat again, but your parents are at work till five. They're not gonna be home till six, and then they're not gonna make dinner as soon as they come home. You you could you could eat as early lunch as early as ten in the morning, and then not have your next meal as a as a, as a growing boy. Until eight o'clock at night. <laughs> it's insane because of the poor structure of when we have school. Yeah. Well, it should be the, two hours long and it should be from yeah. noon to two. That's and, what it should well, be. Well, Gen X was the generation that was known as being the first to be home alone after school or having more of that than the generation before. That was the latchkey kids. Mm. And so, uh, I think a lot of these were geared towards that, even though I don't remember them coming on during the week. I just remember seeing them on Saturday. Maybe mm. they did and I forgot. But uh, they would talk about snacks because there's another one. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet, but it's also about food. But uh, this, we thought, Angie and I, my cousin that I grew up with, thought it was hilarious because what the fuck why why are you advertising because i mean for one thing we're mexican so we ate beans and rice all the time and it, lo <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like that is being like 
promoted to that. I mean, the people eating it were brown. This beans yeah. and rice don't look like any food, though. They just look like literal beans and literal rice. Yeah. Like, why would you? And then if you're a kid, you're probably not, they're not telling you how to make it. Yeah. It was it, random as fuck then yeah. for yeah. us, at least. We were, would for to be laugh during... our ass off at this fucking thing. And we would sing it and walk around the house all beans and rice. You already forgot the song. That's not how it went. I know. I, but that's how I remember us singing it. Beans so when rice. I see it now, beans I'm always like, rice. I think we sang it way longer and we changed it and we never saw it again because Damn, there was got, no YouTube. You guys remixed it? Yeah, it was just how memory, you know, like telephone game. But uh, yeah, it it's just a commercial for fucking beans and rice. It's so, wow. it's so good. And when I just looked up just the information on it, there was some like vegetable website that was like, oh, this is a vegetizing or what advertising vegetables i don't know it's very specific but it it seems like this at the time was not like a yay this is vegan this was you are poor and you need to tell your mom you need food (laughs) that's they're like mom i heard that beans and rice are good for you can we not eat doritos my theory is this this is how the government spent its money to pretend as if they cared about poor kids. Yes. This was a reaction to like some study that it came out. It said it was a reaction to oh, a study. And then, That's what and I read then, from and so, so then the government is like, we got to do something about this. Yeah. And then other people were like, you mean, should we buy food for the kids? Yeah. Or, no. Oh, no. How much money no. do you think? We're not going to give them food. We're, We're just going to tell them, them what the poor people's food is. Just tell them what's the cheapest food. Beans and rice. Boom. There we go. We yep. solved it. Yep. Wow. That's what it was. Wow. All right. So are we watching the other thing too? Didn't you say so there was a snack one? All right. Let's watch the other one. Hold, please. And shut your eyes. It's 60 seconds. All right. Um, one. Oh. Uh, oh. Sorry, got all Michigan there. Oh, okay. Uh, open your eyes. All right. Um, oh, man. Let's see. I see a Twinkie <laughs> or, a, or a banana wearing a, wearing a hat. Uh, all right, so we got a Twinkie with a walking stick. <laughs> That's what it says, feed in the background. All right, let's play it. Anyone who's my age already knows what this is from just what I said, but I don't know if anyone my age ever listens to this. That's I, my dream, I don't remember, though. I don't remember. My dream is to tell Gen X that podcast exists. That's I don't, so rude. I don't remember between zero and 30 how many people listen to this podcast at all, <laughs> but um, <laughs> let's get into it. All right. What? What? 
He's just just setting it on the counter. Just setting on a dirty ass counter, a piece of. T- Did you miss that part? Yeah, I can't handle this. He's- so first of all, what is this? This is a piece of cheese, I think. Oh man, now what I gotta look at the end because it says uh it says who made it. Hold on. Pa- I'm trying. Why uh, oh I can't see it. Know what I'm saying? Play it. Do not fast forward. It's only 10 seconds long. Pause it when it comes up. I did pause it, and that's what it looks like when it's paused. Here, you do it. Uh, uh, An ABC presentation. Consultant. Consultant on Rosalind B. Alphen's sister, UCLA. Something of School of Public Health. School of Public Health. Yeah, somebody did a study and they found out that no. children didn't eat. No, I'll tell you what it is. After school. No, I'll tell you what it is. This was this is fucking propaganda because cheese is awful for you. And there's no way Man, in the I world that you cheese. can. Yeah, of cheese course, everybody was likes my cheese. The only reason. Food, uh, and every, I loved everybody, this everybody's, song. everybody's favorite food is cheese. I thought you said everybody's time. favorite food is pizza. What are we talking about here? What do you, what do you, what did you, did you just say that to me? <laughs> And, it hit you, and you thought that was a, what do you think's on pizza? What do you think pizza is? It's bread, sauce, and cheese. Yeah, I, I, come on. It's not like I said popsicles and then you caught me in some lie of contradictory or something. Yeah, everybody's favorite food is pizza. Everybody's favorite food is cheese. Every, everybody's favorite food is pizza ingredients. That's what everybody's favorite food is. Everybody, the, red sauce, find a way to eat it. Cheese, bread. That's what every meal has one of those three things in it. Anyways, uh, so this is just pretending that cheese in it would have been more healthy if you just put the tomato on a piece of bread than if you just. That was a cracker. Oh, no, no, there wasn't a cracker. Tomato, that's there right. was a tomato with a cheese on a with a tomato with on crack. top. Yeah, it was a cracker with uh, there was no cheese cracker. And, I thought there was a cracker. It was red. It was mm. a red, yellow, red. It was a piece of tomato. I thought it was cracker, and then he was like man. a wagon wheel. Yeah, then, I don't think it was a tomato. I think you're giving them way too much credit. Uh, let's go back. Where are we at? Where's oh the God. a chicken for a hunk? Is it? A, and I just a chunk of chicken. Oh, my memory is bad though. Okay. Yeah, that's a cracker, dude. That's just crack because he yeah. says something about tomatoes. Did I make up the tomato? I think you made up the tomato. That Damn, is a that's cracker. Just cracker and cheese. It's just cracker and cheese. He's just he's acting like he invented the cracker and cheese. <laughs> this is just a commercial that's just like you ever think about putting cheese on some crackers? Who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> that is this poor, but this uncreative. 
creative. <laughs> Who's sitting there looking at their food right now like, holy shit, we do have crackers and cheese. I never thought of putting that on that. I never thought of putting the cheese on the cracker. God damn, I've been eating them separately this whole time. <laughs> Who is this? Well, this is for? when this was invented. No. Yeah, cheese no and crackers were never him. shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> cheese and crackers, they've been out forever. And then they were out uh, in this 1830. This is your book bag joke all over again. Oh, man. You mean to tell me that there was cheese and crackers separately for this long? <laughs> and it wasn't until 1985 <laughs> that somebody was like, you know what? Why don't we start putting shit on crackers? Oh, wow. If you scroll down. Uh, Top the 10 forgotten. Top 10 forgotten classic PSA characters. And there's our boy. Yeah. Ironside Cody or oh, whatever his yeah. name is. Iron with eyes. Time for Timer. Wow. So his name is Timer. And Who, he starts this? this guy. And he's there's a, a few of these. And so his name is Timer. I don't remember what he's supposed to be. Oh, this talking cheese thing? Yeah. Okay. I don't even know if he's supposed to be cheese. But he, yeah, I could tell if he's cheese or a potato. He starts off everything with time for timer. <laughs> and then he says his little spiel. And I don't remember if they all have songs. But the other one is making uh, those where you pour Kool-Aid in an ice tray with toothpicks. Okay. Yeah, he did that. That's a little more like... in. Innovative, creative, uh, but he sure. invented he invented uh, Kool Aid popsicles. <laughs> I mean, I just don't even understand why we're so they didn't even think about healthy snack. This is just they're just trying no, to get kids to be I obese. I mostly this ate Cheetos. The, this is for, I this was is a they're, fatty they're trying to, to make degree. kids fatty boombalatties. That's what they're trying to make. That's the goal of this. Yeah, milk, were, the milk corporation made oh, money. Yeah off of or they no, excuse me they spent money so everybody could watch this commercial where we pretended that cheese on crackers is like some healthy treat for a child after school yeah and cool age shit and what are we talking about man you couldn't have said drink orange juice i think it might have, have said, said juice in there but then everyone dip just some did carrots and something what do you mean like you can't even is there one with a carrot I can't remember I what the to... other ones are. But anyway, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. This explains so much and, about America just as a whole. But the song, oh, man. The song really caught on in a nostalgic way. Like, when we got to college, this everybody. Song? A hanker for us. Yeah, everybody was like, oh, my God, remember that? Because, like, your generation, everything, you could just see it on the Internet forever. And we had to just go by memories of sitting around going, remember that thing? Wow, what a weird memory. How did it go? Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. And then somebody would have a VHS tape with some weird shit on it. And you'd be like, oh, my God. Damn, that's how much work you had to do to pull up a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Wow. There had to be some weird, somebody taped a thing. Yeah. So, uh, all right, go back. All right, we're going back to Ernest. Ernest. That's my shit, that's my shit. That's my shit. That's my shit. Okay, so what did you think of the cinematographic, cinematographic, whatever word I'm thinking of, uh, masterpiece, Ernest Goes to Camp? Wow. What, what word? Is there a word there that I'm going for? Wow. No, that's not the oh, word. Oh, 
cinematography. Cinema- cinematography? Hmm. I mean, that's just like the the, the way it looks. It was I a ma- it was a masterpiece. It's all I'm really trying to get to, and uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna touch base on this uh, for you guys listening. Right now, Esther is dumbfounded by how just the script of the end of this movie was was so many things came together so beautifully. Uh, it was one of the most well written movies. Uh, of all time and I'm sure she's going to agree I'm just waiting for her to click some things in the computer but I'm just going to give the the listeners at home uh, a heads up into what we're going to get into all right I'm going to look at my notes okay so do you want to, are we going in order are we going in order yeah okay so the big boss man lied to Ernest Remember yes the, yeah he was like Hey, here's a I'm I work with a river preservation company and then he was like, "Ernest, do you speak uh Native American?" and he was like, "Yep, I'm great. I'm Ernest. I'm good at everything." And then uh he communicated the lie. So the chief would sign the papers that would give them permission to take the land. He was trying to convince the chief to sign the papers. And at one point he said, it's your patriotic duty. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's always the worst. Yeah, that's the worst. And and and, and you're going to say that to a Native American? I mean, he's really an Italian man. But you're going to say, you know what I mean? You're talking about what my patriotic duty is? And then the next day at camp, the the guy that you said looked like the guy from the other movie trailer park from boys. trailer park boys trailer park boys was like hey everybody got some sad news uh somehow the chief signed away papers that gave away the land so now we got to stop this camp immediately and you got to leave by tomorrow so then the answer was fight the people right yeah and then the construction people start went to the site and then earn uh and they were all buff yeah, they were all, well, one dude, the buff dude who was the buff dude. Oh, I thought for, they were all buff. Yeah, I mean, they're all like just dude, like buff dudes, but there was one main buff it dude was who was children. like six foot That's eight. That's what was like you said was the main concern of this whole movie was that children had this like Native American ceremony where yeah. he chanted over them and made some shit up. The Italian dude made some Native American shit up and then. Yeah, I was they gonna. I like, was gonna get there. Yeah, there's oh, so many funny. No, no, no. You're fine. The, I thought that was the before next, what we were talking about. No, uh, the order of events. The next thing that happened, um, we didn't even get to the to the hit single. One of the greatest songs, the uh, world famous song. Uh, Glad it's raining. Um, I always fucked with that song. He's, what part of the movie was that? So. The order of events goes uh, for the last third of the movie. He lies to Ernest and is like, wait a minute, wait a minute. All right. So what do we, I thought my notes were going in order, but now that you're saying that there was a part where they were talking about like fighting and I'm trying to remember what part that was because my notes are, when was the last time that somebody said, you're going to get a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> So yeah, so let me just tell you what happened. But uh, you did you get to the fight already? 
There's two fights. I got to just tell you what happened. You you missed the part of I the movie. Think you were skipping forward no. past this part. No. There was a construction worker who was on the site who's a big dude. He was like six, eight, three. He's a big, muscly man. And then Ernest tried to beat him up. And then that was the first time. And then he beat the shit out of Ernest. And then they sang the song. I'm glad it's rain. Or Ernest sang an amazing, beautiful song. And then the chief's daughter came in and told all the kids they're selfish pieces of shit. And then, Ern then they went to Ernest and was like, "We need to fight him." And he oh, was like, "Okay, I'm gonna do it." So and then, I have a note that says, "You're singing along, really? Is that actually did you black out? singing?" No, did I'm you? Were you here for this? I was here. I'm saying that before that, I wrote the knuckle sandwich thing. So you're saying that there were... there were there was two fights. There was the main fight at the end, which was the last twenty five minutes right. of the movie. Okay, before that, there was another fight, and and in between those two fights, Ernest sang a song. Okay. So first, Ernest had the sh got the shit kicked out of him, and was like, "I'm gonna." Maybe he said knuckle sandwich. Then it was like, "I'm gonna That's give what them I'm a saying. shirt." Yeah, I don't know. I I don't understand I your confusion. I was just trying to. Mention that in chronological order. Sure. So that was the chronological order. I'm with you now. So Ernest was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a knuckle sandwich. I have two. Uh, if I put my fists in my pockets, then I'm gonna be arrested for concealing a dangerous weapon." And they were like, "Oh, get him, Ernest!" And then he, uh, he went there and he, the biggest dude, just beat the shit out of him. And then those kids afterwards were so fucking shitty. Afterwards, those kids were like. I thought you were going to get him, Ernest. But like, you're a fucking kid. I did better than you would have. I'm a grown well, man the that got the shit kicked fought. out of me. Yeah, they no, but, all won. Just yeah. the kids won. Okay, sure. But before then, the first fight, Ernest got into a fight. He got the shit kicked out of him. Then he sang, sang a sad song because he was sad that the kids talked shit about him when he got his ass kicked. And then after that, the woman was like, you should feel bad for being so mean to Ernest. And then, then they went to Ernest and was like, let's go beat the bad guys. And then they beat the bad guys. So That's did you the end of the movie. watch this over and over because you had it on VHS, like the actual movie? Or did you tape it off a of cable? Or did you just hmm. wait for it to come on cable? No, we had to have had it on VHS. There's no... I, I, I've seen this movie too many times. Unless oh, that's right. You didn't get to decide what you watched. You just watched not all what the time. No. everybody put on. Pretty much. But then I'm sure there was times where other people were gone and I could just pick whatever I wanted. But, I mean, I was the last in charge. I was the youngest. So, you know, whenever I get a chance to watch Ernest Goes to Camp, I'm going to take it. You know, this was this was a masterpiece. You saw so there were all so many things that were happening during the movie all came back and tied up in the end as to things that helped them uh win this fight against this construction company. So he was given the knuckle sandwich, got the shit kicked out of him. He was uh yeah, we did that. Okay. So then the kids were like it's such an 80s maybe it's a 90s movies thing too. But where like think boxes are just clearly labeled so much more so than in real life, like the kids went into a room labeled danger explosives, and then they grabbed a box labeled smoke bombs. <laughs> Why did they have explosives at the camp? I don't know. Could, to to have the fight at the end. 
to finish the I movie. I was confused by that. I was like, are they saying that Native Americans have explosives just on the they're ready? Not, it's not. There's two Native Americans. It's not like there's, no, there's the a group. No, the camp is... Native American, Native American land. Yeah, sure. And the rituals that they do at the camp, like the, they're making teepees, they're like trying to do the things. That's why he said, he's like, I want the kids to do these rituals. Yeah, and the rituals, no, weren't the explosives. The rituals were the making a teepee and right, building boats. Right, but why were the and, explosives there? To further the end of the movie. Do you understand? This they, is pitch meeting right now. Oh you're you're a dummy. Okay. This well, is what this is because because I want things to go boom. I looked. And up, I wrote it. I looked up Ernest and his um, commercials because I was like trying to remember what yep. he like first got. Okay, so Ernest was created with Varney, the actor, by the Nashville advertising agency Carden and Cherry, and was used in various local television ad campaigns. The only lo- the only national products he promoted were the Coca-Cola company sodas, checks, and Taco Johns. Well, they have a Coke machine getting Taco destroyed Johns has been this. around that long? I guess. Damn. I, I thought Taco Johns was just some crazy shit that I saw down south or something that was an, a, trying to take over Taco. I just made up a whole story about him when I drove by him. All right. Anyways, go on. Yeah, it's just weird that I don't know anything present day that a spokes character would do multiple things. Oh, Snoop. He was like Kevin Snoop. Hart? I guess. Kevin Hart's yeah. in Chase commercials and yeah. he's voicing cartoon dogs. But he's dogs. not a character. He's Kevin Hart. Like, ah, this guy okay. is not that. And Snoop is technically not yeah, even Snoop a character. Is Snoop. It's really Snoop, but yeah, it's also the character what... of Snoop. As Snoop, Snoop's marketing is brilliant. It's beyond but brilliant. But I think that's Snoop. You can't tell me I know, that's but not I'm, Snoop. I'm, You're going to tell me Santa Claus isn't real and Snoop's not Snoop? <laughs> no, no I, I believe that it's Snoop. I'm just saying like it's it's everything all at the same time. You're not watching him. It 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 is a, sometimes the reason he gets hired into so many things is because Snoop is a personality, which is a brand. He's all. It's a character. It's all of that. They're like, I want a Snoop here. You know what I mean? Because I think he's the realist. Uh, sure. I'm just, I, I'm, I, I, I agree. He's, he's everything. He could do no wrong. I feel like Snoop is the he person. Could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue. I really feel like that. I really feel like Snoop is the closest to Trump. Snoop for president. That exists legally. In, 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 in this way. I, I think Snoop has the most supporters out of any human being in this country. Think of a single human being that is more universe that would beat Snoop in a likability contest. Weed. No, but in a, it's not just a weed company. He's not more known for weed than Cheech and Chong. Get out of here. I'm saying like it's not just because he's sm- don't don't simplify it like that. I'm saying his li- nobody is more likable of a human being than Snoop Dogg is. He hits every demographic. He sells and markets for every single demographic. That's insane. Well, but Ernest the, though is the, the closest thing, thing to Snoop Dogg that exists. Ernest is a genius. I was trying to think of a character because I still think that Snoop isn't a character even though I get what you're saying. He's I mean like I I bought ubiquitous. I bought a Snoop Dogg uh, character in Call of Duty. Well, yeah, but 
Wow. He had a Snoop Dogg. Ca- he does like Snoop Dogg catchphrases. He's a character. He's an action figure. You can make him into an action figure. He's got. But that's who he is, I think. Sure. Sure. It could be all of those things. You can water anybody down into an action figure. Yeah, I'm not saying that. Yeah, sure. He's everything. But uh, I wonder if Ernest is one of the like top five characters in general. Mm. Because Snoop can't legally be considered a character. Sure, sure. So let's he, say Snoop, like, Snoop ain't no Ernest. Yeah. And, <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay, that's a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh uh Larry the Cable Guy is a character. Mm-hmm. So has Ernest like made more money than them? Not more than no, absolutely not. More than fucking Larry the Cable Guy? But he was doing commercials. Did Larry the Cable Guy do commercials? Doesn't matter. Just, just decades later, the amount of money is just ho- totally different. Mm. I, I, my, I'm guessing. I'm guessing the amount of money that a movie star made in '87 is 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 a fraction of the money that a that a that a a world famous touring comedian made really? in 2000 something. I mean, I, Larry the Cable movies, Guy is a name. We're watching this right hey, now. Hey Google. How much money is Larry the Cable Guy worth? Sorry, I don't know the net worth of Larry wow. the Cable Guy. That's sad. But I found something else. Hold on. Do you want to know how is Larry the Cable Guy so rich? Oh, my yes. God. On the website celebritynetworth.com, they, they say, say, at the peak of his career and fame, Larry earned $70 million in a single year, mainly for touring and endorsements. What? In years when he chooses to tour, Larry can easily earn ten dollars to twenty dollars million from endorsements. Ten dollars to twenty dollars million? Who talks like that? Google. Google does. Ten dollars yeah. to twenty dollars yeah. million. Yeah. I, I'm not. I, I don't even want to embarrass Ernest right now by even trying yeah. to find out how much money he's worth. Right. N- nobody Damn, wrote an article I didn't about know that. Larry yeah. the Cable Guy was rolling like that. Yeah, Larry the Cable Guy. He the, has to get pussy then, right? Just off of the money. That's yeah. That, that's why. You just have to. That's why comedians get so bitter because it's like, and you, you're not going to tell me that Dave Attell has ever been worth that amount of money, and there's not a single human being that can be respected in the entire comedy community that would say that a single Kevin uh, Hart, that a single what what that that, that Larry makes the Cable a guy. Oh, oh, I thought you Jesus, you had no what I you had no idea what I was doing. No, no, you missed the whole point. You missed the whole momentum. You ruined it. Okay, no. There's nobody in the respected comedy community that would say that they find Larry the Cable Guy funnier than Dave Attell. He's not better. He's not 70 million more dollars of funny than Dave Attell is. Is a comedian's comedian, in which case comedians don't have a lot of money. A comedian's comedian just means you're talented. That's all that means. That's all that means. It also means it doesn't sell as well. Because the. It, it it can mean that, but I don't think it's it has to be ubiquitous. that. There, there, there are comedians that are comedians, comedians that, I mean, like com- the average comedian loves Dave Chappelle and he's rich as fuck. And, and, and same as the, com- a comedian's comedian is, is Chris Rock. Like nobody's going to say Chris Rock's bad at doing comedy. Like I don't think that being a comedian's comedian means you have to be poor or you have to be uh, underpaid for your work. I just think that... Uh, it's irrelevant. It's not part but of the Dave equation. But Dave Chappelle has been in movies and stuff. Has Larry the Cable Guy been in movies? 
maybe just movies we haven't seen. I think he's did way more commercials. I'm just oh. making this up in my head, but I'm picturing him doing some tough acting tonight. If your feet smelling like you need some biscuits rubbing in the fires, then you grab this tough acting tonight. And you bear that bear. And you say you can't do characters. <laughs> that was pretty good, right? I felt like I channeled something yeah. there. That was pretty good. I never tried that. That was yeah. the first attempt. Oh, but so, I was trying to think so of the characters. Movie. We're watching like, Ernest. What happened? Andrew Did we get to the Clay, end? Uh, Larry the Cable Guy, Pee Wee Herman. Mm -hmm. I just didn't think that any of them came close, but you're right. He was blown out of the water. Okay. Um, the other thing I was thinking is that you could be Ernest for Halloween. Oh, man. I'm not sure anybody would understand what I was even trying to dress It's as. a really cheap costume, though. I think you'd have to do the character. I think it's gross, but, you know. Know what I mean? I just it. say, you know what I mean yeah, to everybody? I, I'm going to hate it, but it's really easy. <laughs> All right. I mean, if you're going to suggest it, you can't. Oh, I hate it. It's disgusting. Yeah. I won't kiss you that whole day, but still. No, you shit, you about to fuck Ernest. You're going to have to fuck Ernest that night. No. No, you're going you're gonna to have to. No. This is what's on the podcast. The the viewers are gonna hear. They're gonna wonder if this is a, an appropriate segment or not. That night, no. I'm calling her right now. You're fucking earnest. No. No. Don't don't tell that to the listeners. We'll have another episode. I'm gonna remember this moment in podcast history. We'll go back, and if one listener remembers this, no. <laughs> why are you doing the made from Family Guy? <laughs> no. Okay, so Ernest sang the song. He said. He said, uh, hold on. You <coughs> Ernest, such a brilliant song. It's a beautiful song, a beautiful voice. Uh, so they tried to be, he got the shit kicked out of him. And then Ernest was like, all they wanted was a hero. All I needed was a friend. Boy, I'm glad it's raining. And he killed that shit. Man. Yeah. See? I can, you can be earnest. I can be earnest. I can sing pretty good. That was pretty that was pretty good for somebody who's not a singer at all. And that was pretty good. You just gotta pick your you gotta pick you your notes. Just write off of your sister's coattails and say that you are a singer. Mm. And then you just say, No, I'm Jessica Horse brother. Mm. I'm a singer. I mean, people thought that in elementary school. Exactly. Just Right. The, the music teacher wanted that to happen, and there was this other kid who could not sing as good as me. But keep in mind, I can't sing, so I just want you to know no, what that means. you just said you could sing. Yeah, but I'm not a singer, though. Like, I respect singing. If somebody says, this is what, usually if somebody says they can sing, I want to believe that they can sing better than me. That's what, what, that's what I will assume out of respect for the craft. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I don't pride myself in it. I don't try. And, but... I remember this being in elementary school. There was some play or some performance, whatever. I, she wanted, the music teacher wanted me to, was auditioning me, suggested me to audition for like a solo part. And there's this other kid, uh, I don't want to say his name, uh, went to high school with him. And he was really mad about it because he's like, I'm a singer. And then I just remember him even going into high school and singing. And I was just like, man, I didn't. 
I know if you're bad at like running track, they still let you run. But I didn't know they'd let bad singers be a part of the singing group. Like you're fucking up the whole thing. Do they just turn your volume down? I don't know. But he just never got good at it. But anyways, they wanted me to sing because of my sister. Trying to think of like bad comedians, like just do whatever. But bad is so subjective with comedy that it's not the same. Mm. Um. So, yeah, then the kids talked to Ernest and they were like, we got to fight him. And he's like, yeah. Oh, and wait, then there was a point where there was a kid with a suit coat on. Yeah. Why, man? Why were they? Those children were wearing suits. The guy that was good with money that beat him in poker was wearing a suit coat, if I uh, recall correctly. But, he was the guy was that was that always wearing. He was always wearing a tie. A man or the kid? The kid was always wearing a tie. Oh, no. There was another kid that wears a tie and a vest. Yeah. And then there was another kid towards the end that just put on a suit coat. Mm. That was too much. Yeah, that was too much. So then the construction workers were eating lunch in a tent next to barrels of things labeled flammable for no apparent reason. And then the chefs who were making nasty food that was exploding the entire movie, they were like, I'm going to throw some exploding ass food at them right now. And they did it conveniently at the exact same time that the other that the the good spoiled rich kids got together with the bad kids and then they teamed a whole group to uh defeat the construction workers all together on this giant structure that they made and all of the parts of the movie all started to come together at one point in time where you had the accidental fuck-ups of Ernest, the entire movie, of making things explode. He reconstructed in his mind in a way to make them explode at the construction workers because he and this movie are is, is a goddamn genius. I don't remember if this was before it or what it was for, but there was a part where they were, like, um, building something. Yeah, that was the structure. That they sat on and oh, looked okay. from and well, anyway, threw the montage from. that they used to build that—that that was great. That was, yeah, was classic eighties. So yeah, dancing their feet to the song. Like, are you guys yeah, listening the to the same song that we're listening to? Yeah, that, it was great. I forgot how the editing of that went down, but this feels like the most stereotypical montage. Uh, editing yeah. of any 80s movie ever. Like it's like for some reason they're dancing to the same song that we're listening to. And while they'll show you know what like, I mean? Like it'll be like doo, doo, they'll doo, show them doing a thing and they'll like shake they'll their show, hammer that way. They'll show the like earnest like close up and then they'll show like a hammer, like hammering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um and there was a part when they were doing all this crap where he put on a record called sound effects i died yeah. because like i just doing audio i have to deal in sound effects and yeah there's like just big sound effects libraries now like servers with millions and millions of sound effects and he just literally put on a record <laughs> that only said sound effects <laughs> and then like other ones played like there was a cat meow and then yeah they're like Whoa. oops like they were just yeah. supposed to play the explosion or something. I don't know. It was so weird. No, I thought it was just supposed to be fun and funny. I didn't think it was supposed to even be an accident. I, I thought, thought it was supposed to be a certain sound effect and then they accidentally played too many. Mm. Oh, this was just supposed to be a distraction? Yeah, that's wow. what I thought. And then they had the ceremony, which you talked about before, where the Italian fake Native American man 
uh, sang a made-up Native American song, and then he put face paint on the kids to turn them into warriors. And he was all like, hey a ho hey a ho hey a ho I feel like I can't even sing this song. But but it was, but when I was a kid, I was just watching it like, man, this is cool that the Native American man is helping these little kids beat the shit out of these other adults. I, I, I thought that, that that was cool as a kid, and then I was an adult. I'm like, man, this is an Italian man pretending to be Native American, making up a Native American song that some white man wrote for him to sing. It, it's, it's, there's I, layers I to it. I kind of feel like you guys as millennials had all this, like, go get them, like, physical activity. Like, yeah, the end of the movie was, run in, through was, slime and shit. was great. And then we were like, eat cheese. We yeah. don't have money. Yeah. Yeah, this was like do you see how much better this is? They had a big fight at the end. Did you did you remember the so then there was um they put uh the chef shot, shot his nasty food. Oh yeah, Ernest put turtles on parachutes. And then that he, was the best part. And then I he, agree with yeah, you. Yeah. And he shot him at the construction workers and then they bit their noses and ears. It was like first of all they're 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 turtles. Like they're they're moving at turtle speed, but yet for some reason just everybody there just got bit. I don't know how Ernest just had access to like we saw him have a one pet turtle earlier and then oh, and then they broke some wall, I don't know what wall, but the turtles were talking to each other and they're like, "I'm ready, Sergeant." <laughs> I don't know what wall. Yeah, that was. Oh my god. And I was like, that "Wait, was so is weird. this You're like, somebody voicing like the turtle just, like as a joke that's or is just this one pretending? high man? That's all that is." And he let it somebody I, let it go. They yeah. just kept going like, I was like "No, I think Brian they wants us- that in there." And they're like <laughs> No, we can't really put that in there. It doesn't like fit anything else. I have we didn't, the whole movie. Yeah, yeah we didn't like, establish that animals well, could talk this movie. Brian so wants this that weird to in like, there. So we're, yeah. <laughs> it it's was so good. In there. It was so good. And then on the side of the uh, whole thing that they made, the structure they made to fight him off of, was this banner that said Rat Patrol on the side. And on the on the fort that they made to attack him from, and then we you were talking to me about how the last time that you heard or saw like Rap Patrol, you were like, "Is that that's a Jay Z song?" And it's like that's ninety nine problems. So then you looked into it and did some research, and what did you find? Did you find anything, or was this like, no. wow? Like I googled it, and it was like in the sixty six and sixty seven, there was a group on TV that was there was it was something. I got something, but I just saw that you Googled it before me, so I thought this was wasted Google time. So, I don't know. I don't know the end of that story. So, you remember when the cart was driving by itself? Okay. So the cart the, driving by itself. That was the you beginning like, scene. That was the first like, scene of the movie. You kept going like, did you notice? Did you notice carts by itself? And then at the end, you're like, did you see that? And it's never explained. So what the fuck? Why do you keep even being interested in that? Okay, so the opening scene of the movie is Ernest on a cart. And then he parks the cart. And then the cart, then he goes inside of a a building. And then the cart drives by itself. 
Like he didn't park it right. It fucked up and it just kept driving. And then we see it throughout the entire movie, the cart just still driving by itself. Somehow it didn't crash into a tree. And okay, this was going was so question. so for an entire week's period of time or however long this the time period of this movie is, the cart was moving by itself and then it just saved the day at the end. The Ernest's first original fuck up of not closing or not oh. turning off the cart is what literally saved the day. Man, I do need new rock stars yeah. analysis of this. Yeah. So at the end of the day, this cart, they put, they saw go, some kid just sees it in front of him and he's like, holy shit, grab the cart. And then he's like, I got an idea. And then they all put everything that was flammable that they could think of. And they just, and then Ernest just made this cart bomb and then just drove it into the, the thing. Yeah. Cause Ernest is a genius and this, the movie writer is a genius Ernest had, oh gosh. And then there was the, oh my God, this was my favorite part of this. Every part's my favorite part of the movie. The last half hour was insane. Then Ernest had faith in all of the Native American teachings that we saw in the beginning of the movie as well. And then this boss man, who was like the top boss man, came there with a gun. Everybody else was throwing turtles and, and fucking food. And he was like, what if I just fucking shoot you to death? And then, which is insane, which is an insane, like, level up from where we were just at. Like, I don't know how he thought that was going to go. Like, he kills Ernest, and then he's like, mm -hmm. I get the land now? Like, do you, or you don't think you go to jail from just shooting a man? It was insane, and he missed so many times. So he must have been so angry that it was like one shot on a rifle. It was like a one-shot rifle situation, and then he would load it up again, and he just could not yeah, shoot. Yeah, but that was like the beginning yes, of the movie. Yes, that was the beginning of the movie yeah. where if the brave is, if the brave is as pure of heart, uh, the, the blade will not catch him. And then you know, and they kept on saying, if the if he's as strong as a blah blah blah, then the rock will not hit him. And it kept on playing these. It was doing that reenactment of the beginning, uh, which I think was him in the beginning of the movie. I think at the beginning of the movie, the chief. Mm -hmm. was the man that could not get hit by a rock or a blade or whatever. Yeah. And then that's what started this whole tradition. And now he's the last one here. And then Ernest uh, ended up being that. I thought it was interesting that they had kind of a credit scene. And so I looked up what was the first like after credit scene. Mm -hmm. And they were like a long time ago on some like James Bond movie or some weird thing mm. in like the 60s. I don't know uh, any 60s stuff. But You wanted they, it to be Ernest. No, uh -huh. but then um, I thought it might have been Ferris Bueller, but mm. it was not. In 1979, the Muppet movie, at the end of the credits, Animal says, go home, go home. Meh. So <laughs> that was the first one. That was the first one. Uh, the first one credited to be like funny. Mm. and Because uh, I thought you said something about the 60s. Yeah, there was some 60s stuff, but it was just boring to me, so I didn't. <laughs> so you didn't give it credit. Yeah. The 60s one was boring, so I'm giving it to 79. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, in my taste. Yes. That's not how history if, works. Okay. If the silencers pioneered the setup post-credit sequence. Oh, no, that's before that. Ah, uh, crap. The first movie to ever use an after credit scene was a James Bond spoof 
called The Silencers, 1966. Many James Bond movies, and with the words James Bond will return and follow by the next film's name. Mm. This happened for the first time in From Russia with Love, 1963, and has since become a staple of the franchise. The Silencers parodies this by adding an after-credit scene of the film's protagonist, Matt Helm, lounging in a bed, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Murderer's Row, 1966. The sequel to The Silencers came out later that year, but The Silencers didn't just set the precedent for post-credit scenes. It tied them intrinsically to franchise filmmaking. So whatever. Oh, so they're like, this was the first one, and then the next movie they made like tied that into it. It made it a thing. Right, but they were James Bond spoof films. Mm-hmm. Damn, comedy. I feel like it comedy st- sets the trend for all of entertainment and nobody it never gets credit. Yeah. Comedy started this entire trend that continued into fucking Marvel movies to this day where they're like the Guardians will continue and another Thor will come back on another journey. And it says that at the end. So then yeah, then it well, was no, great. Well, no, the first one, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So then uh, earn then I love at the end when they do the closing speeches. Of like, I talked to the lawyers and they said that the movie is wrapped up now. And then, the, you know what I mean? That's what we're looking at on the screen right now. What? Uh, at the end of movies, sometimes they will give a summary of a lot of things that happened off screen to close the movie. So right now, the daughter of the Indian, uh, of the of the chief, the, the daughter of the chief, he, uh, she says... Hey, Ernest, um, the lawyer said that the lawyer of the construction people said that they tricked my dad into signing the papers. And then, uh, which it's just forceful talking. That's not oh, how humans yes. talk. And then Ernest is like, oh, yeah, another thing happened that closes and puts this movie in a bow. And then she's like, yep. And then another, th- you know what I mean? I just think that's funny. Yeah. yeah All right. So what do you think? It was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Okay, so you'd Still say... Still bad. Bad? So you mean to tell me the last half an hour of television wasn't some of the most I don't like advanced, physical comedy. It wasn't, no, I no, don't no, no, like you're, you're, this. You're not, you're not saying what I'm saying. There are yeah. so many different things that tied together in a beautiful way that you didn't even know about until I explained it to you. And then you mean to tell oh, me Oh, I for sure. That's not a good thing. Like, they didn't explain it. No, that's so not how movies work. It was just random work. as fuck. No. Tarant- no, there's... No, what, what if is I the, need a fucking if you new need rock a, stars for Ernest Goes to Camp, then I... I would not then it's think a smarter, to watch that. Then it means it's a smarter movie than you're no, giving it, it credit for. There's the movie that, that was just like was going show. backwards the entire time no. or in weird shit, and then everyone's like, "That's the smartest movie right. that's ever been happened in the world." Because I have to watch it was five videos. To be a smart movie. So, 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 what? What do you mean to tell me? So, a comedy is not allowed to be smart. Some of them aren't. No, no, no. All that means is that you weren't ready for the intelligence the movie had to offer. So this movie had several things happening throughout the movie that ended up tying in towards the end in order for Ernest to save the day. And you mean to tell me that you're just going to act like some shit just accidentally happened? You're not giving him nothing for that? I just, that golf cart thing was really just implied. 
there was the golf cart thing. There was uh, Ernest. They set you up before. If like Ernest is only the second person who knows how to talk to. Oh, I was the fine dad. With that. You were it fine. It really with, was just. There was the, the Rat Patrol. Thing. First of all, the Rat Patrol banner on the side. I mean, you mean to tell me that Ernest has the same taste as Jay Z, and you're not gonna fucking give him some goddamn credit? You're not gonna talk about the the, the chefs the entire time. You weren't ready for the chefs to come back with some food to help save the day. You just thought there was some in between bullshit funny things. You well, you the, said the, you the, love them, so I thought that they must be like more important than I thought. But they they were fun. <laughs> The construction work. No, you're not giving it. Every time I point something out, you're like, yeah, but brr, brr, brr. Yeah, but brr, brr, brr. you got a defense. This was a great movie. It, the last half an hour, you were on the edge of your seat. I saw you in the position that you were on your seat, and I would say it was towards I the edge. I don't like the characters. What characters? You don't like the Italian Native American? No. Nope. <clears throat> you don't like his daughter? No. Nope. Why? Because she's boring and she talks weird. She's boring, but she's not. She's not hot enough for you. What are you gonna be yeah, sexist? Look at her wearing a denim shirt. Yeah, what yeah. you're gonna tell and that woman how she's allowed to dress like this? You, so, what are you gonna make fun of her accent? And yeah. she's her father is a, an Italian Native American man. What do you want? No, it's that's not an accent. That's just slow. No, that's disrespectful. She had to, she knows multiple languages, and you're gonna that's that's fucked up. You're gonna get canceled. No, she's boring. And then uh, you didn't like Ernest? No, I hate him. Why? Because he's too positive for you? Because he has a southern accent. Damn. He does that wow. like weird rubber face stuff. So he's just a happy man. You You just hate anybody that's happy from the south. You just don't like happy southerners. Is that what you're telling me? I don't know. There's just... Wow. So many things to learn about you in one day. You know yeah. what I mean? This is a lot. We're going to have to... Me and Simba, our new cat, if you've been paying attention, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, Esther and see how we feel about her. But and all the kids? Not a fan. All of the kids? Okay. Except the for, like, the littlest kid. The littlest was kid cool. was great. But all the rest of the kids... You liked them the no. right amount because you weren't supposed to like them at first. That's like why you like them. I don't like the kids. I don't like the bad kids. I don't like the rich kids or Ernest. Only because he makes weird faces. Because he's happy. He's just an outgoing dude. No, no. He's fuck not him. happy. He's getting fuck like him electrocuted. Or, oh, you can't react when or, you're getting electrocuted. No, they're ugly you gotta take faces. it like a man. Oh, you don't have a, a pretty face when I'm you get tired electrocuted. Of electrocuted. Well, you know what, I, you know what? I know when life doesn't get electrocuted every so you should five feel minutes. bad. So you should feel bad for him for getting no. electrocuted that much. I should think he's dumb. Obviously, life is he's happening in, in an odd way for this man, and he's you should dumb. feel bad for his, no, he's his misfortune. He's dumb. Damn. I can't believe you feel that way. You know what I mean? I, you know what? I hope you get electrocuted tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to make a podcast about it and laugh. It's going to be a picture. Well, I'm going to have a movie that makes a million dollars. So shut up. If you're lucky. If you got the skills to translate it the way that Ernest does. Yeah, I can. I can get. <coughs> I know Italians. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. We're done here. That's my shit. That's my shit. Hey, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, follow us on social media. And uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook. And uh, follow us individually. I'm at Esther Toy, E-S-T-H-E-R-T-O-I. 
on all social media. I am at Jeff Horst, J-E-F-F-H-O-R-S-T-E on all social media. And we have some shows coming up. We do have some shows coming up. Uh, we are going to be uh, performing uh, December 8th, 9th, and 10th in Milwaukee, Wisconsin at The Laughing Tap. So uh, it's, a, it's a great club. Uh, it'll be our first time there. And uh, we're looking forward to it. And we have a show in Los Angeles at La Poubelle in Franklin Village in Hollywood. And that is Wednesday, December 14th. Yeah, uh, it's a great show. It's called it's called Hey, what's up? We're gonna you know, we're we're gonna interview. We're gonna have some short little interview with comedians, briefly asking them silly, uh, useless questions, and uh, it's gonna be a, a cool. It's a cool it's vibe. It's fun. There's we a really giant disco it. ball. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great show. It's uh, you know, donate, pay whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's free, and, but we'll uh, take donations and they go to the comedians. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening. We are part of uh, the Planet Ant Network. Planet Ant is a theater in Hamtramck, Michigan. And uh, this is the Planet Ant Podcast Network. So, look them up. There's a bunch of other great podcasts on the network, and including another podcast of ours. Oh, yeah. We should tell you guys about that. Yeah, uh, we know, have a podcast we called We're podcasts. Freaking Out. We have a podcast. This is That's My Shit, uh, obviously. You made it this far. The other podcast is uh, is We're Freaking Out, and it's just more, you know, the things that we're freaking out about uh, in the current news and happenings of, uh, of our, life, of, of and our life and beyond. So, uh, so thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Love Bye. you. Bye. That's my shit. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.